0: what All up right. ladies and gentlemen
1: <laughs> happy friday unless you're listening to it in replay which is a uh, happy day i don't know day. whatever, day right. it's gonna whatever be, day right? it is whatever day it is hernan c is here host of the business bros podcast along with my co-host the insurance
2: bro james c with pipeline insurance and boy we are excited today i'll tell you our guest today has such an infectious personality this guy came in here and has just had us laughing and chatting and uh usually hernan tries to keep a little bit quiet but that was really hard to do so uh <laughs> welcome very Pretty much our guest uh, flying on his own high disc with those high flying drones. From drone quote. thank you for joining us, Sinue Montoya.
3: Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure. What up, Sinue? You ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. All right. Hold on. Hold that thought.
1: I always right, like
2: to do that. <laughs> <yet>? <laughs> Pause. What a dick.
1: 365 pairs of shoes, ladies and gents. We're at 196 pairs. So if you have Woo-hoo. new shoes, used shoes, or you want to donate cash, hit James up. 619-884-0045. And he'll hop on his Harley right over there and pick them up. Big saddlebags. So... He'll pick up a lot of shoes. Yeah, yo. Uh Second, tomorrow, if you're not busy, well, tomorrow, if you're listening to this today, tomorrow, August 24th, 3 p.m. to 7 p.m., we'll be at IB doing a beach cleanup. Go ahead and bring a water gun or bring some shoes also. We love the donations. We'll take them there that day too. So 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. if you need community service hours or you just want to go help out and have some fun. And then on Sunday we got Christian's Big Heart Run. You can find info for that at christiansbigheartrun.org. It's going to be at Roar Park. So if you guys have any questions there, go to the website, register. It's a good cause. And uh that'll be the weekend. All right, you ready? Let's do this. All right. All right. What's up with that phone over there? What's up with that phone? Uh looks like it froze. Uh-oh. Dang, I look
3: good.
1: And it was one of those stiff poses so let's see boom 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 boom
3: you're over here saying you ready all right wait you'd have done great in the army man right in the military there you anything, go hurry up and wait yeah that's right all, all right hurry up, up and wait, and
1: wait. there all it is there it is last all last right, all there we go we got cameras going all over the place but we're ready to <laughs> rock and roll and everybody right. everybody gets
2: to hear it i love it because we don't do any edits
1: no no this is all live and uh it is what it is this is who we are it's good so Love it or leave it, like it or love it. I don't know. However, that whole thing goes, listen or love it. I don't <laughs> whatever the show is. <laughs> all right, senores, So let me tell. Let me let me ask you uh, one of the most basic, simple questions. Um, we were talking a little bit before the show, and you talked about seven or eight years ago. You decided, like, all of a sudden, the the switch clicked, and you're like, I'm gonna, you know, develop myself. I'm gonna mm-hmm. decide to do something a little bit different. You went from being a slow learner to con- constantly learning. Tell me about that.
3: Well, I'll be honest. I'm still a slow learner. So, to be frank, but you know what? What it was is I um I was in in a place in my life where I wasn't really sure about what I was doing or what direction I was taking, and um, I just realized one day that I was wasting an opportunity to be on this earth alive and enjoy every single day. And the reason why I say that is because you know why I was sharing with you I was in the military. I well, while I was deployed, uh, a friend of mine and I in Iraq. We our job was to look for IEDs for the the bombs, right? That Mm -hmm. they would bury and. Um, a friend of mine, uh, his name is Troy Linden. Uh, he and I we switched places on a mission and well I'm here right yeah and unfortunately, uh, my friend uh, didn't make it right so I, I was in a dark place because I was dealing with a lot of survivors' guilt and realizing I finally realized that, hey, I have this grand opportunity to be alive and'm I'm, I'm wasting it. So let me do something to one get out of this dark this dark place and two better myself and learn more and do do everything I can to be a better person that contributes more to society.
1: Dude, that's that's super tough. Like I mean, you talk about people in the military who come back with post-traumatic stress. I mean, this mm-hmm. is one of those things where like you you think about this all the time. It goes through your head all the time and there's people who take it to a very dark and negative place. Yeah. How did you decide like how did you get over it and obviously it wasn't overnight you you just said it took some time what, what were some things that got
3: you past that uh you know uh being in touch with my army buddies and and talking to them on a regular basis uh and and realizing again how lucky i was to be around and realizing that the the the, the standard that i was living was not the standard that i wanted to be living and if you want to if you want something you have to work for it right so i just made a, an effort to to well if I'm being honest, to stop drinking all the time and stop partying all the time and to educate myself and to live a healthier lifestyle and help people. Actually that really allowed me to get out of that place to help people and, and how you help people is by being a better person.
1: Yeah. That's it's funny you say that. My my why I've been trying to discover my why for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's simple. I I wanna help you become a better you so that you find purpose and happiness. Right? That's what I do on on a daily basis and and for me it's you know trying to find the worst to express what i do i was doing that already just trying to figure out how to do it and it comes from helping other people anytime i was doing things and you know it's funny because in that sense i'm super selfish i want to feel good every day i want to be happy every day right i want to have purpose and i want to have joy but i love that the way you the you know i'm, I'm super selfish but because I'm super selfish, I know that to continue that high, to continue that right. joy, it comes from being of service to other people. It comes from helping them
3: become better. You know, you know, I wholeheartedly agree with that. And I tell people that the reason why I like to help people is because it feels good. Mm-hmm. And that is my, I tell people exactly what you said. You know, I'm selfish to want to help somebody because it makes me feel good. Yeah, it's weird, right? You know, it is a little weird. People sometimes are like, well, you're not being selfish. No, I, I feel like I am being selfish because I want to feel good for helping somebody.
1: Yeah. We, but so. you hear it over and over in the Bible, mm-hmm. sales trainings. Um, you see top top producers in any industry. They all tell you the same thing. When you when you speak to somebody who's a true salesman, who's mm-hmm. a true like actually in sales, Zig Ziglar. We talked about him earlier, right? So he even says. The way for you to achieve success is to help other people achieve their dreams. Absolutely, hundred percent. And you'll
3: get yours in return. You get it. Yeah.
1: It's not transactional though. Like it's not. No, I did no. it for you. You, you know, I scratch your back, you scratch you, my yeah, back.
3: Will you owe me something? No. Right.
1: It's not that kind of that kind of value. But still, if you work towards be, being of service to other people on a daily basis, it comes back. And giving
3: without expecting anything in return, and it will come back. That's a weird one.
1: Like I don't yeah. know about you but for me I I would hear that and I've heard that all my life. You know, my mom is very much like that. A super giver without ever mm. thinking of anything but but I've always had this thing in my head where if I do something I need to be compensated for it, right? Yep. I've always I grew up that way. It was mm-hmm. it was the whole, you know, you go to work, you clock in, you get paid, you clock out, right? I mean, this it's pretty basic. Yep. But over over the years, once I started dabbling in business myself, I started to see, wait, it's not a direct exchange. It becomes more of a, what can I do to help you? Yep. And, and then it, it's relationship building. It's, That's it's what it is right there. all these different things that you start adding together. Like it's, it's, it's actually very basic, but it's so simple it gets convoluted with a bunch of stuff.
3: You know, there's a really good book. It's called The Go-Giver. I think that's what it's called. And, and they talk about just giving, giving, giving. And the more you give, the more you get back. Oh. It's, it's it's so incredible.
1: So, okay. So speaking of, before we even go the whole show and never even mention, um, what is it that you're giving back? How are, what What's your how? Like, we've talked a little bit about your why. Why is it that you do things? So what is it that you do? How is it that you're contributing?
3: Okay, so I appreciate you asking. So DroneQuote is a service that... Uh, I mean, to put it in really easy to understand terms, we're a broker of roofing and solar. Okay. And instead of having a bunch of sales guys come through your house and sit with you for an hour and a half, you go through the drone quote process, you upload some information of yours, and then we have established uh, relationships with uh, installers, right? And we get really competitive pricing, and we pass it on to the customer. We pass it on to the customer by offering them multiple opportunities to look at different quotes without having to sit through multiple uh, sales pitches and we've uh, been very successful in doing that in the last couple of years because we put the customer first right mm-hmm. let's talk about how we can uh give you the best possible either roof or solar system at the lowest possible investment upfront, or if, if it's on a monthly payment right and, and by giving people the best possible price from the best companies we without pushing them into anything we help people buy that's actually how we say it. we help people buy so that you don't get sold
1: and that's funny because uh, I we've said it over and over. I've heard it over and over in, in different different sales talks. People want to buy. They don't want to be sold, but right. they want to
3: buy. It's a significant difference in emotion. Mm-hmm. Like when I first came back from Germany, when I was stationed there, everybody rode around on a bicycle, right? And I went into a bicycle shop and I told the guy, oh, you know, I like bikes because I was in Germany. Man, I got sold on a $700 bike. I didn't have $700 in my name. <laughs> and, I, and I bought a, a bike on credit card, right? Right and i and i remember feeling like people would be like oh that's a nice bike i don't want to talk about it i got sold right (laughs) but then you go and you buy a car right i bought a prius i mean who who brags about a prius i bragged about a Prius because it was a different emotion it's a completely different emotion when you get sold versus when you get when you buy buy something yeah
1: no i got a i got a similar experience uh one of the very first cars that i bought at a dealership was uh the pt cruiser for our computer company for pc cruisers right it was a good story (laughs) huh so we went in and and we had already had a little bit of experience james went and tried to buy a truck you know and and he got Screwed, you know. I mean, new, young, yeah. no credit, that sort of thing, right? I went in, and I went, and we both went in on this one, and we we sat down, we negotiated, we got a hell of a deal, you know, everything was great, and uh, we go back to the finance table and print out the contract, and we're we're signing the last couple things, and the guy goes, oh, you know what? I messed up right here. Let me let me reprint it. So he reprints it. And we sign everything, and we go and we leave and we're like, Dad, check out this deal. Like I you know, I told him all the details mm-hmm. and he's looking at the contract, he's like, That's not what this says. I was like, What do you mean? I, and we look and we're like, What the Dang, heck, dude? They
3: bait and switched you.
1: Right? And and it was it was like sleaze. Like, I mean, when when you talk about, you know, sleazy car salesman, yeah. that was the sleaze that ended up happening. On the reprint, they changed the terms. Right, and so it wasn't the terms that we had agreed to that old Damn. contract. I remember my dad went back to the dealership, and he's yelling like, like if it's like if it's an adult it's gonna change something, right? Like he's my yeah. dad coming to the yeah. kindergarten <laughs> class yelling. He's not gonna change anything, but it was just it. I remember feeling that thing of I was sold, like I was conned. That's right. Like I felt bad, and I never ever wanted to be that type. of, Like just to make a commission, just to make a buck, like it's not worth it. Like how I would feel horrible hearing that if if the guy was in the office or whatever like how bad would you feel hearing a customer being pissed off and that was before we had like chat rooms and yelps and all that stuff so i mean it was easier to be sleazy yeah today you you can't hide that it's hard it's much harder it's
3: hard however it still happens so that's one of the reasons why i started my company with my partner riley Um, so i used to sell solar in the house right Mm -hmm. and there's a solar guy will come in and tell you, promise you the world and tell you how you're going to save all this money. And they don't tell you about or they don't describe in full detail the the, the details of the deal. And then the next thing you know, you're you're getting screwed. Right. And and you don't by then the panels are already installed. You're making your monthly payments and you're stuck. You're married to those things. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, I totally, you know, see that perspective where people are, are unfortunately still get sold. Right. And if you don't do enough uh, due diligence or you don't it's not explained properly or with good intentions. That's when you have that bait and switch that that comes up from uh you know similar to your experience. It's
1: tough though, right? I mean, how do you know when you're dealing with a good company? How do you know when you're dealing with somebody who has integrity? Like, how do you how do at that time they're providing you all the benefits? They're telling you they're hitting all your hotspots. Yep. I mean let's be honest sales is structured you can learn a script yep you can learn objection handles mm-hmm. you can you and especially if you know your product you know exactly what to say to get the person to close yep, yep. but does it always meet the value or what or the problem does it solve the problem yeah. that the customer has right i mean i when you sit down with the with a customer i uh what did, what did what did they call it something therapy the other day right it's like it's like with every uh it was melissa i think that said it with every consultation or with every uh sale the therapy's free right yeah, like yeah. right something yeah. like that so with every with every time every time you sit down with somebody the therapy's free you got to figure out why why do yep. you want this thing like what is it? is it just solar is it you want to save the environment are you mm-hmm. trying to save money or is it is it the look or are you trying to fit in with the rest of the street like
3: what's going on here that that you need help with well, you know, in my experience, I've, I've typically found that it's it's the, the whole saving money thing. I mean, let's be honest. People, they care about their planet, but they also care about the other green that's in their yes, wallet, right? absolutely. I have this uh, this customer that came through a few weeks ago, and somebody knocked on their door, and they sold them on a 25-year lease with a 3% escalator per year, starting at, I think it was like $90, $85, something along those lines. And when we talked to them, we were able to offer them a 12-year purchase for like, $85 same price right but on on a much lower term a uh, shorter term with a similar payment and no escalator right and when I shared that with a the homeowner they, they were they felt like they almost felt sick that they had initially agreed to the first uh, the first deal that they, they'd come through oh, yeah
1: but but things like that like an escalator for example most people aren't going to know what that is. Right. You know what I mean? Like most people don't know that that's built into their rental agreements. Yeah. Like every year your rent it is going to go up. up. Yep. Right. And and I mean, it's it's a cost of living adjustment. So mm-hmm. it's going to be there and it's going to adjust as you live in this property. This is why owning a home and having to fix 30 year payment is much more beneficial than having a rental payment because it's it's always going to go up with the market and you can't adjust it you're never going to own it and you don't you don't own
3: anything on it you don't own own the, the the equity on it when you leave you leave it behind and you put some money in somebody else's pocket right
1: but these are things again these are things that like if nobody explains it to them that's why they don't know. That's right. It's because they've never, nobody's sat down. And you think just because you've heard it over and over and That's over right, again, yeah. because you turned on a podcast, because you decided to learn something, doesn't mean that the other person has it.
3: Yeah. And you right? don't know, well, what you're saying is you don't know what you don't know. Yes. And sometimes people don't know to do research, right? It's really unfortunate. It's that we have like the world's, the, the, the sum of humans' knowledge in our pocket, right? Yes. And yet, Myself included, you make some mistakes that if you had just done a little bit more research or had somebody had taken the time to explain something to you or you took the time to ask the questions, you would be in the know.
1: And that's that's the difference between making an informed decision and making an impulsive one.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'm and, really and, good and, at those. and the other I'm thing good. is
1: we make we, we make assumptions in things like um I, I did this so there's this there's this assumption that the younger generation is much better with technology than an older generation is right so one of the first years I started uh, teaching financial algebra there's sections in there that have spreadsheets and it's kind of cool because I, I like spreadsheets right and so you know I, I have the kids open up their spreadsheets and they start working on stuff I'm like oh you got to do this you know add this stuff and they're looking at me like what the heck are you doing <laughs> right and then, you know when we're done okay we're gonna just send the send the assignment you're gonna email it to me just add it as an attachment they're like email attachment like they know how to run an app yeah but it doesn't mean that just because they're good with this phone that they understand email that they understand how to make attachments that they understand how to run a spreadsheet like they don't know those things so we make assumptions on them and then get mad when they don't know Mm -hmm. what's up Right, And so it's kind of the same thing. When a salesperson comes over, they're supposed to be the expert. The client makes an assumption that this person is helping them. That's right. That yeah. this person is understanding their problem. That they
3: have their best interest in that mind. That they have their
1: best interest in mind, but it's not always the case. That person might come in with their interest of closing a deal, mm-hmm. not necessarily solving problem. How much the problem. can I get
3: paid? Yeah yeah that's so unfortunate but again if you if you do some level of research right and it doesn't mean you know break open a textbook and read it from front to back Mm -hmm. it's just ask questions yeah ask questions that's the most important thing just ask questions so were you always like this inquisitive
1: when you wanted to know things about people or like what what happened in your life that you decided that you know like that changed that made this change where you wanted to know more about other people
3: so i've always been really really inquisitive uh you know i I will give credit to my mom she taught me she showed me a lot of love when i was growing up and she always told me to ask questions which didn't really jive very well with the army because I was asking questions and then they wouldn't take too kindly to it, and then I would talk back, and then I'd be doing push-ups, and, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a good but experience. But you were fit. I was fit. Yeah. <laughs> was Your those. opinions
1: turned into muscles. Yeah, that's right. But you
3: know, you, I tell you what, though, that's one thing I really enjoyed about the military is that, it like, I was doing my own uh, push-ups, right? Because I'd get in trouble. They put me in the front lean rest, and I'm sitting there in the front lean rest, like wondering, I'm doing this to myself, right? So just be smarter about things maybe keep your mouth shut and it taught me a little bit of discipline right mm-hmm. to to hear people out a little bit more and, and to not push back always um but you know yeah it's a matter of uh asking questions
1: what was life like before the military like were you much more carefree did you have uh were you disciplined what was it like before
3: i was an idiot right.
1: yeah yeah <laughs> like, true story right uh, now i'm
3: an idiot after the army right so <laughs> So I always tell people, uh, and you guys can't see it here on the podcast, but uh, or on the video, but uh, I'm five six, right? So I always tell people, uh, I'm only good looking and tall.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and those that can't see probably don't think I'm very good looking, but hey, I, I think I'm good, right? So uh, in the military, you know, they they teach you to just shut up and listen and do as you're told, and there's a lot of value to that. There is a lot of value, but there's also a lot of value in in being inquisitive and 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 going out there and and. Learning right, mm-hmm. and before I joined the military, I mean, I joined at 18 and I joined right out of high school. Um, and so I, I didn't really have much of a before the military, I was a kid, mm-hmm. right? I was a kid actually when I joined the military, still. Um, uh, but you know, it, it was definitely the best decision I, I ever made in the mil- in, in my life, and, and it set me up for success. So, anybody out there watching or listening, join the military. I'll tell you what, it's a good thing for you.
1: Well, not just that, like education.
3: Oh, like, my you goodness. did,
1: you did, you did your, your time in the military. You got out. You use your GI Bill, of course. <clears throat> Cause of course. I, I mean, we know a lot of people who who don't do that, and who just decide. You know, like I I I know, for example, I got a lot of kids in my classes right now that school is not for them, right? But it's not for them maybe yet.
3: That's that's it. Right? That's that, I was in the, in those shoes. When I was graduating from high school, well, what did it for me was September 11th, right? I graduated in 2002, so that had just happened, and I knew that I wanted to join the military to give back to the United States, uh, but I wasn't ready for school, right? And after, after I got out of the military, I was ready. I was a little bit more mature, and I had the money to pay for it with my GI Bill, and I was in a better place to appreciate what I was going to learn in school. So absolutely, those kids that aren't ready yet, I mean... It's a, it's a really good option. It is. It is. It is. But
2: That was like, me. I mean, I when I graduated high school, I was not ready for college. Uh, spent <clears> four <throat> years. We built a business. And then I went I <laughs> Don't tell the whole story. But when I finally did join the Navy and, and got out, that's when I was finally
3: ready for school.
1: So Well, it's when you decide that you want to learn something.
3: Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's when you'll really uh, take it on and not only appreciate it, but put the effort. 100%. Yeah. Like
1: I, 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 yeah. And I tell my kids all the time, look. Right now, to decide to go to college when you didn't do so hot in school is Mm -hmm. probably a bad choice, especially if you have to get loans to do it. Oh, yeah. Like, that's a very expensive, I'm going to figure it out Mm -hmm. phase, right? It didn't used Mm. to be so expensive, but it is now. Yeah. So, what I tell them is, look, maybe school's not built for you, but doesn't mean that you stop learning like education is a must and i don't care what what it is that you decide to learn about if you want to be a full-on skater you better know everything Mm -hmm. there is to know about skating about the boards about the wheels about the gears about the brands about the industry you educate yourself as much as you can because you want to be that's what you want to do you better be the expert in that thing so it doesn't really matter what it is but figure out something and become that expert And later on, you might realize, you know what, I actually like this marketing thing. Mm -hmm. I would like to learn more about how to actually sell these things in volume, in bulk, overseas. And then school becomes a good option
3: yeah and yeah. In, in today's day and age you don't actually i mean go to school I, I really believe in the value of school but you don't have to start by going to school right? right you can learn on a you can learn on youtube you can learn through podcasts you can learn through you know there's many different medians through which you can learn that don't require you to take this huge loan and this risk of getting into something that you end up not liking and then you have this debt that you're carrying along with you get into something that's going to pique your interest and learn more about it on for example youtube i i actually learned how to sell i learned how to I learned how to sell on youtube from youtube videos when i got the job selling solar i didn't know a lick about solar other than the sun shines and it creates electricity <laughs> and then they were like all right now go out and sell and i was like oh dang they want me to sell so i went on youtube and i learned about all the specifics that i need to learn about solar and how sales techniques and that's actually when i started learning uh, listening more to zig ziglar and you know those kinds of coaches and it's all on youtube it's free Mm-hmm. So there's really no excuse for you not to learn something.
1: Well, that that changes the dynamic of everything, right? Like it used to be where all that was confined in these four walls in this university, mm-hmm. where you if you wanted to learn something, that's that's where you had to go. Like uh, you're about my age, so when I was a kid, um, there was no internet. If I wanted to learn something, it was I go to the library and check out a book, which. Didn't even know if it had the information I wanted, right? Yeah. Or, you know, or I was limited to the Encyclopedia Britannica that was in my, <laughs> in my, at the house, right? That's it. That was the extent of what I knew. Or I could ask somebody, but I don't know if they knew, like, anything. It was yeah, just right. hearsay, right? So it was a very limited amount of information. But today, there's an abundance of information. Now it's a matter of, do you have the the characteristics do you have the drive mm-hmm. to want to learn something it's no matter it's not a, a matter of you know can you learn you can learn you yeah. learn to play Fortnite. you oh, learn no, to play goodness. you know you learn to use your smartphone you yep. learn to, to create all kinds of different videos using snapchat you can learn mm-hmm. is it do you want to learn yeah that's the biggest that's the defining factor there's so many opportunities out
3: there do you choose to do something well it's, it's all relative to how bad you want something if you really want something, you're going to go out and do it. If you don't want it, then you're going to talk about it and not, well, I hate to say this, not be about it, right? right? You're just going to run your mouth, and there's a lot of people that do that. But if you really want something, put in the effort, put in the hard work, and eventually with enough time and enough effort and if, a little bit of luck, right, you'll, you typically will get the
1: results. Yeah, and, well, and then there's always the things that stop you. Right. And and these are some of the things that I've been talking with my students lately a lot about is is things like fear. Right. Fear is I I always I like the the matrix analogy. It's just a construct in your mind. Mm -hmm. Like if you're afraid of heights or you're afraid of water, like they don't actually do anything to you. Like a pool of water is a pool of water. Mm -hmm. It's not grabbing you. It's not holding you down. It's not trying to slap you or anything. It's just water. And if you have a fear of water, you've created that fear in your head. So you need to learn to overcome yourself. Like those are those are some of the most difficult things in my opinion to overcome things that you've set barriers to but you do them you know one break at a time you just knock, you, you knock off just a little bit you break off just a little bit you dip your toes in the water then you spit your you know everything from waist up then you go in where you can you can stand up and then you start dipping your head underwater a little bit. It's just baby steps. Before you know it, like you're swimming back and forth. And it doesn't right. matter whether it's, you know, a 6-foot pool or Lake Powell, you can't see the bottom or the ocean, it doesn't matter because your swimming is the same motion every single time. But you got to decide that you want to take that leap.
3: Well, you know, I I believe that there isn't anybody that has achieved great success without taking a big risk on something mm-hmm. that they were scared of doing. When I started my business, I, I left behind a well-paying job, and I was, I, I don't I don't actually, I wasn't too scared, uh, but I, I was, in my the back of my mind, I did have the fears, okay, I'm a single household income, right? My, mo- uh, my wife is a stay-at-home mom, and, you know, I that did cross my mind a little bit here and there, but I can't let the fear hold me back, because mm-hmm. if you let the fear hold you back, then you live in fear, and you're your life will go by, and then at the end, you, you'll have all these regrets of not having attempted to do something.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it was Les Brown is one of those motivational speakers, and he was talking about how imagine yourself on, on your deathbed. And, oh, I, and you're surrounded by like the ghosts of all your dreams and ambitions, and they're mad at you. Mm-hmm. They're like, you could have had the riches. You could have had the fame. You could have had the house, the car, whatever you wanted. But now we got to die with you. Yeah, like now we're here. Now you've wasted away. You didn't do it for whatever reason, and we're our, all these ambitions are dying with you. Like that that thought, or that that you know. I, I hear Gary V talk about looking at that like somebody who's ninety two years old, and and they tell you all the stories, but you see regret in their eyes. Like now it's not it's not regret. That you can make up Like right now I'm I'm 37 years old Like I might regret You know Taking my kids Scooter And falling off at, You know Going down the hill That's a regret But I can change that If mm. I wanted to I could get better at it I can do other things I have time At 92 You're done You don't have time You don't have the physical ability You can't go out And make changes Don't wait that long
3: You know I, I will give a lot of credit To the military For having Taught me to Just go out And do it Mm -hmm. and and, you know you you plan you plan and but like you know the philosopher mike tyson everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face yeah you you, you put together a plan and you have a plan b and your plan c and 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 you have perseverance and the the military what it taught me is to just to go for it and make it happen Mm -hmm. don't don't give yourself excuses don't listen to your excuses just make it happen
1: well again it's that fear of failure right like do you not realize that if i wanted to build this bicep so it looks like the rocks it's going to be sore every time I mm-hmm. do work. It's going to hurt from every single rep I'm doing. Yep. Every time that I tear that muscle to make it stronger. Rebuilds. It's a failure. Damn. You're making that muscle fail. You have to fail on a regular basis yeah. to continue to move forward. But you're getting stronger every single yeah, time. That's right. You're either learning what not to do or you've practiced and tested and you're making things better. You have to fail. You just got to fail forward.
3: So uh, uh, I, I. So. Failure, I believe in failure, right? Uh, failure is a state of mind mm-hmm. uh, that you can get past. And I feel that if you are not learning from the mistakes that you're making, then you are failing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that if you are learning from the mistakes that you're making, you're you're learning how not to do something. And failure is only something that happens if you let it happen.
1: It's, it, I think if failure is something that happens if you quit.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Like if, if you're learning, then it's not called failing. It's called
1: learning. Yep. Right, but you call it fail- failure when you stop. If you've given up at that point, you've failed. That's right. You've, you've you're done. You've finished. Right. But if you if you're learning, if you continue to get better, that's not failure. That's learning. That's developing. That's improving. That's doing. That's moving in the right direction. The moment you stop, you quit that's when you fail.
3: I mean, this is a little trite, but what did, uh, I think Thomas Edison, right? The light bulb, they say, you know, a he, thousand failures. Or exactly. Something? Right. And he, they just, he learned a thousand ways not to do it. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe in that.
1: Yeah. hundred percent. You have, you have to continue moving forward, no matter what it is that you decide to do. Like, uh, you know, when we started this podcast, one of the, one of the, you know, one of the main reasons people, w- one of the things people would ask is, why are you guys doing it? You know, why are you doing it? Why are you doing it? Even my wife is like, why do you do it you're not making any money at it i'm like you know and when we first started i don't know i didn't know i mean i w- the intention was simple let's get in front of more people tell them what does we do but nobody listened at first you know mm-hmm. what i mean like why do you keep doing it you just push through why do you keep doing it because i know i i know what it can be i see you the vision like in my mind it's clear as day if i do this consistently on a regular basis i know i'm gonna end up meeting my goal my goal was to be uh, was to be famous i want to Ten thousand people at my funeral that's my goal and i know that if i can do if i do this i'm gonna get there Mm -hmm. i'm gonna make an impact enough to get there do i know if it's gonna make me a ton of money i hadn't set that goal with this one right that wasn't the initial intention now we're getting to the point where we're we're developing and it's becoming something where now we can sell profile rings and now we're Mm. building our referral network and now we're doing all kinds of different little things and slowly but surely we're building that up
3: True story, man. I talk about you guys. I've ta- I've shared your podcast with people, and it's it's when you initially started, you said there wasn't a lot of people listening. But as as time and your perseverance and every day and every episode that you put out that goes by, you're building a foundation on which additional people will start listening to, and additional people will start to share your podcast and talk about you guys and help you guys grow because you're helping other people uh, grow themselves.
1: Yeah, and, and it's amazing. It's weirdly amazing. Like it's, I mean, we're is. we're eternally grateful, but it's 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 kind of bizarre in a way.
2: I got a, a cool comment today actually from uh, Sinue. uh When he rolled up, we we basically rolled up to the house here together, and I introduced myself. He's like, he says, "Oh my God, you sound exactly the same." I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my voice, it's my voice." Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it reminded me of uh, when we met Molina, you know, a few months ago, and kind of that same same mentality the same mentality yeah, yeah. It's
1: cool. i mean I, i'll tell you one of the one of the coolest things that we look forward to is christmas this year because last year we went to uh the big block opening for for their uh their christmas party i'm mm-hmm. sorry the christmas party <clears throat> and at the time we 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 had started we had been doing it for about six months but we hadn't been having guests on the show and so we had just started to have, like, a couple little guests here and there. And so, you know, one of uh, one of my realtor buddies was like, hey, they're having this Christmas party. You should go check it out. Maybe you can get people on the show. So we went, and nobody knew who we were. Like, nobody knew. And like, we were just kind of, like, shaking hands, whoever we talked to. And, you know, hey, would you like to be a guest? And some yeses, some noes, whatever. But this year, like, when we go back this Ooh, year, the goal, man. when we left, I told him, I said, look, next year when we go to this thing, everybody's going to know who we are. absolutely right that was the goal is by the time we show up to the christmas party next year everybody's going to shake hands take pictures say hi yeah like that was the goal and i'm pretty sure that when we show up to the big block party this year like it we would have done that but it took every single day and things like technology issues, or you know, uh, calendar issues, and recording double take, you know, double episodes a day, mm. just to make sure that we have a daily piece of content coming out. Like that was that's tough. That's been a hard like to to make sure that we're on schedule, dude. So- I mean, I, I
2: run uh, an insurance agency, you know, during the day, and I literally had to readjust my schedule so that I could get here every day to do
3: this. So you're saying took effort and And right (laughs) dang man who would would have thought it took my effort (laughs) and you did it on a regular basis like so you planned
2: for this you mean you have to work
3: it it, it, didn't just happen (laughs) oh my goodness man i've been doing it wrong i've been doing Uh, it wrong right (laughs) man
1: that's how you do it right your business right it didn't start didn't come overnight it no, no, it, it didn't, didn't. It didn't work the very first day you decided to do it. No, hell no. <laughs> but you progressed every single day. You worked at it every single day. You knew that there was nothing else you can do. But move forward. That's right. If you messed up with a client, that sucks. Learn from it. it up, learn from it. Yeah, and and do better on the next one. Yeah, and provide that service on the next one.
3: It's. I mean, it's it's still hard. Anybody that runs a business, whether it's you know, I mean, for example, we talk we can talk about Tesla. They're a big company, you know, multi billion dollars, and it's still hard to run a, a business, regardless of whether it's a smaller business or a big business. It's still a lot of work, mm-hmm. and it's all it's all going to take effort, and it's all going to take perseverance. Uh, you know, the Grand Canyon didn't form itself in a day, right? It, right it's taken a long time but now how vast and how grand it is the grand canyon so it's just a matter of diligently putting one foot in front of the next and keep on going keep on going and not giving up
1: so where do you see yourself in the next year or two
3: so uh this year we opened up a drone quote in seven other states so that's that's been a really exciting thing yeah um and i i would like in the next You know if I could say two years for people to have a better recognition of a drone quote and to say hey you know I need a new roof or I need solar um, let's drone quote it instead of the the old fashioned way of calling somebody out to your house and come sit with you and try to hard close you and and over an hour and a half conversation and then you want another quote you got to go through that again so I, I would like to change how people buy actually let me rephrase that I would like to change so that people don't get sold and get into the buying mentality that's cool.
1: I mean in, in and I like the fact that you do roofing and and solar because they they do go hand in hand, of course, but the uh the contractor world is so weird, and it's so far behind. it is you know what i mean like if you want to contract it you got to know somebody yeah right and you got to have that referral like there's some you know there's some reviews and stuff online but it's not as automated as you think there's no No. it's it's not as cookie cutter as you go you don't really know the quality of person you're getting it's still very archaic in that sense
3: well i'll tell you what when i used to sell solar in the house uh i I used to work at baker electric and uh, this was in 2013 that i started working there I said hey guys well I, I tell people I'm 5'6 I don't like to get on roofs I'm scared of heights right it's funny yeah 100% let me tell you um, so I bought a drone and I was telling I, I was trying to get them to pay for the drone at the time I sold my motorcycle I told you earlier I sold my motorcycle and I, with that money I bought a drone it sent me back like $3,000 back in 2013 and I, I didn't like to get on roofs and I said let's, let's buy a drone and they're like no we don't need a drone just get on the roof I'm like no there's a better way to do this right there's technology that you could use to keep people safer and keep people who are scared of heights like myself I'm now, just going to throw this out there I mean I'm not the insurance guy but wouldn't that be beneficial for a workers comp policy yeah. uh, we don't send people on the roof we yeah, yeah. send a drone yeah. that's it and, and um, I, I suggested this to them and they pushed back so I said I'm going to buy a drone myself and uh, I noticed that customers were really uh, appreciating the fact that I was offering this kind of service that nobody else was offering and using a drone and, and setting myself apart. And it, it definitely put me well ahead of the pack. And when I started realizing that people liked the fact that I was using a drone, wasn't getting on their roof and putting them in liability or you know, messing up their roof or what have you and they were buying more from me and I was making more money because I wasn't missing any details on the roof. I was able to get all the specific measurements and everything. I realized to myself, man, this is something that they're not going to adopt. I'm going to have to be the catalyst for my own idea to move forward and uh, want to start a business, and that's eventually, you know, what I did. And, and I, I was super fortunate to work there actually because I, I came across a lot of uh, well-to-do clientele. I'd walk into houses where the living room was the size of my house, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and and, and I, I whenever I walked in front of a uh, whenever I sat down with a homeowner that was a well-to-do person, my objective was not to sell solar it was to learn from that person and mm-hmm. i would always ask that you know i would always ask what have you done to be successful and uh was dale carnegie dale carnegie said um you know if you invite people to talk about themselves they typically will as you could tell by yes. me going on right and uh, these people would always say i started a business and I'm like, man, y'all doing really well for yourself. Y'all starting a business. I'm uh, over here, like, working for somebody. All right, let me let me do this. I have this idea that I'm working on. I have this thing that's working out for me. Let me take the leap. And at least I could say that I've done something like that, right? Yeah, it, yeah. And it's
1: well, that's. And I, I love I love that that aspect. That uh, please teach me something. Absolutely. Right? Because I, I, let me let me guess, and you tell me if I'm right or not. You sat in front of these people. You asked them how great they were. If they can share what they've learned, and they probably did, and then Absolutely. at the end they sign the contract without even talking about what it was. Yeah, most
3: of the time they they would buy. Yeah, they would because you you invited them. Well, I invited them to speak about themselves, mm-hmm. and that that has a, it endears people to the other party when you and ask them about themselves. That's one of the reasons why uh, I like to ask questions about people and be inquisitive. Is they tend to remember you more mm-hmm. the more they talk, and they feel like. Wow, well, that was a really good conversation. When in reality, they were just talking about themselves, right? Hey, but you know what? Who am I to stop you from talking about yourself? I want to learn. You, you can potentially teach me something that I don't know, and I don't know what I don't know. Right. So please go ahead. I mean, I, we say it all the time. Like that's how this, how our podcast
1: got to the point where we're at. This, that's how video came into play. That's how you know the little banners that we show up. That's how the live stream. That's how our fan page. Like all that stuff happened, not because we knew it. But because everybody who came on the show said, hey, you should do this. Mm. You should check this out.
2: You know, nope. I, I mean, so we're going to implement uh, LastPass on uh, in the agency
1: because yesterday soon. Melissa said you got forty people and you're changing passwords how often? Like you should try this. Uh, right? I use LastPass, and See? and yeah, and, and that makes all the difference in the world. But we didn't know it existed,
0: yeah, right? Exactly. But the
1: fact that we got to sit down and talk to them, not only was it a great story, yeah. right? Not only do we get to know you as an individual, but we get pieces, little gems that help us out in our own
3: business. Well, when I was uh, when we were talking earlier, I mentioned that you know you're very. I don't want to say lucky because you made it happen. So you're, you're very fortunate that you've been able to build this to what it has because you have people come in on a regular basis and share with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, there's so much to learn from them.
1: For sure. Exactly. For sure.
3: I, I,
1: Joe Rogan, for example, great podcast, right? And I, you know, prior to his podcast, when I would see him on, on like news radio, or whatever, I would never say that Joe is a smart guy. He was like a comedian, mm-hmm. right? I would never say he's a smart guy. But now, today, I would say he's he's really smart. And the reason why he's really smart is because every day he's learning from somebody. He, yeah, hits, absolutely. he hears somebody's story, and he's getting all kinds. Yeah. Of, I mean, the, the amount of information that is in that guy's head, thanks to all the guests that he's yeah. had, I mean, he's a very smart dude. Yeah, right? And he's very insightful. And in what he says, like, carries weight yeah. because he's because he's had that experience. And, and I'm just, like, barely scratching the surface on that and it's so awesome to be able to meet all kinds of people and hear all kinds of stuff and just learn like mm. you know y- we talked earlier about about how when you get in the car just you you're always learning podcasts audiobooks whatever it is and and i always joke and i'm like i wish i could do it like the matrix and just like plug it in oh and just, my goodness you know, i've I've, me the, I've had that fantasy right? before yeah just yeah, plug me in yeah or you know or, right. or what was what was the bad guy in the green lantern his brain gets all huge right cuz <laughs> oh i don't know i, I didn't, didn't watch remember that Ryan Reynolds movie Ryan Reynolds is my man crush, dude. So <laughs> I have no problem with Ryan Reynolds. But anyways, so same thing. Like, you know, all his head gets super huge because he's just wealth of knowledge. Like, that would be cool except for the big head thing. But <laughs> the, the wealth of knowledge is exactly what, it, what I'm looking for. Like, I don't know when it happened, but it clicked that I wanted to learn. I have I, Maybe I've always had this thing about I want to know. Mm. Um, and this provides the opportunity. Like, you know, my wife says, go go do the thing you love to do. I'm like, yeah, I love to learn, man. That's the thing. I love <laughs> yeah. learning from people. And, and the more I know you where
3: re- you get it from.
2: You get it from the old man. That's probably true. Yep. Your dad's like that? My yeah. dad's like that, yeah. That's cool. I watch more documentaries with him as a kid than I have as an adult because that's just what he does. He'll just sit down and watch documentaries all day.
3: But now you can go on Jeopardy and do all right. Yeah. yeah. I, what is a Boy. cookie?
1: <laughs> what is a cookie? Oh. <laughs>
3: Danny, oh, Danny. <laughs> so I, sorry, I, I've, I've, uh, I, I missed that joke. It's inside. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. I'm on the outside. Totally, totally, totally yeah. yeah. But, but I, uh, you know, the more you know, the more uh, the more valuable you become mm-hmm. to not only your own success but to the success of others, and that makes you valuable to them. And the more solutions you can provide, it just increases your value. You yeah, know, for 100%, 100%. sure. Hundred
1: percent. And it's
3: super important to learn about things that that you don't agree with too.
1: Yes. I'm really big on that. To have perspective.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like to understand
1: that just because you don't agree with the emotion behind it, there is a logical argument to it. That person believes in it because of XYZ. Now you may not agree with it, but if you understand where they're coming from, like all of a sudden you can have a a conversation. Like politics, for example. You know, I don't watch the news at all. I don't Mm -hmm. watch I don't watch any of the, you know, what's going on with stuff. And I feel like it's made me that much of a happier person. When I have a conversation, it's not about, are you red? Are you blue? Are you, you know, you believe in this? You believe in that? Like, th- people don't think like that. No, it's just... People it's, are just people, and they have their own opinions, and you can talk to people and understand who they are as a person, and once you understand who they are as a person, then you can see why they have an argument to one thing or another. Yeah. But we're still people. Yeah. Like, you watch that stuff, it's going to divide you. It's going to set you, you know, you, like, like it, it puts you... I... I and feel like a civil war like you're oh two goodness, idiots yeah. that are gonna line up 100 feet from each other and use a musket
3: <laughs> you know what i mean like and, and it's uh, part of the problem there being is that people don't want to listen to what your perspective is mm-hmm. and, and it's such, it's it really is a shame because you don't know what you could value from what they have to say mm-hmm. and even if you don't agree with it at least understand it so that you can either have a, a good argument against it or maybe maybe who knows you might agree with it. <laughs> Who knows? You never know. <laughs> you never know. All
1: right. All right. Um, how about uh, Ask the Bros? There you go. He's, the the
3: he's, the been yeah. he's been preparing. Yeah. He's been preparing. He's got a, he's He got warned a us ahead of time. Yeah, I've been thinking about this. So um, if you don't mind sharing, um, what has been one of the hardest learned lessons that you feel you grew the most from? Hardest Ooh. learned
1: lesson. You know, it's funny because... Um, doing this whole finding your why thing, Mm -hmm. you have to come up with stories in your life where things happen and, and, you know, you learn from them. So like, uh, I remember like one of the biggest lessons I remember was I was in second grade and the teacher was, it was like, you know, you get to pick the sticker you want. And my table was a good table, whatever. And so she laid down some stickers, four stickers on the table, a group of four. And everybody just went really quick and like grabbed them. And I waited and I just grabbed the one that's left. And she was like, did you guys see that? and she get, makes everybody put the stickers back on the table and she's like you were very respectful for, for, for waiting for everybody else you should pick first and I, like that sort of thing stuck for me like huh huh if i'm good to other people wow if i'm nice to them things will come back now that was an immediate In second one. grade and that was second grade and that was something wow. immediate but it but i will never forget it right and uh i'll give you uh one more uh, when we were kids uh, we we're supposed to go to intercession, and I convinced my brothers to go to the beach, and so we did school, right? Um, and so we went. We had a good time. Uh, came home. I was making sandwiches for them. I mean, it was a good day. Mom pulls up early, and we're like, "What the heck?" And she is furious. The school called her. We didn't. We didn't go to school, and she was like, "You know." And, and we grew up where mom and dad worked, so. She's at work, gets a phone call from school. Hey, the kids are absent today. Where she's like, What the hell? You know, I dropped them off at the spot. You know, so now
3: she's worried. She's
1: worried. So, the whole, you know, in our eyes, we had a great day. In her eyes, (laughs) she can't find the kids. She's calling home. Nobody's answering, you know, all that sort of stuff. She's panicked. Uh, We got her butts whooped that day. Yeah. But um, she had called my uncle and she had told him, I can't find the kids. You need to help me, whatever. He comes up to the house after she whoops us and he gets (laughs) us in the room and he's like, You're a dumbass, dude. He's like, All you had to do. Was call, tell mom you missed the bus, and you would have been fine. Not that, I'm not telling you don't do it. I'm telling you do it right. <laughs> hey, you know,
3: that, there's a lot of value to that. And,
1: and so, you know, after that, I was like, oh, so if I'm a good, if I do good in school, I get to do what I want to do. If you do what you're supposed to do, you get to do what you want to do. And oh my like, goodness. that stuck with me, you know, going
3: forward. Right? I, I say that to my kids all the time, um, you know, make good decisions. You are the product of your decisions. Wherever you are in life, it's because of the decisions you made. You can trace them back to that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, hey, you have yourself to blame. But you choose. Yeah, you choose. Start life. life.
2: You
1: got. You had any uh, transitional ones?
2: Oh man, uh, good. Really good question. I mean, I think one of the biggest lessons uh, has been kind of a recent one. Uh, my wife and I were separated for about a year, and uh, prior to that, you know, there was a lot of just kind of. Being codependent, mm-hmm. I guess. And so having that separation and learning to expand my network and mm-hmm. have a support structure that was outside of just, you know, her and myself or whatever. Um, and it's funny because I approached it in a completely different way than when I was in the Navy. So when I was in the Navy, um, I, I, I got my heart broken, and that's what actually sent me into the Navy. And I still chased this girl for like a decade, even after that but i spent basically five years where uh i was single not dating anybody not you know and i, I went through this uh time period where i got really bitter and angry mm. and like you know whatever so this time you know uh during the my my wife and i's uh, separation um it was i approached it in a way where i didn't want to get bitter again i wanted to continue to have an open heart but find a way to have uh, a a network and a support network and and people around me that, you know, would help me through whatever different things that I was going through. And I have made some of the most amazing connections and some of the best friends uh, over the past year and some change uh, that, you know, I know that they're going to be lifelong, lifelong relationships.
3: I think what I take away from that is that, you know, when, you know, I've been married now for seven years and it's easy to get, Dependent on one another and forget, lose sight of the fact that you're still a person, right? right? You're mm-hmm. still an individual yep. and you have your own thoughts and your own emotions and, and and whatnot So that's what I take away from that and that's, that's exactly, a good reminder of that.
2: Yeah, that's exactly what it is And so like now we're back together. We're living together again, uh, but we still maintain very autonomous lives and uh, Yeah, that,
3: really that's good. important because it in, endears you to one another more big time. Yeah, okay one more question one more question. Yeah, go for it. So Uh, either last audiobook or last uh, book that you read we're both reading finding your why right now okay yeah
1: Yeah. currently and then the book i read before that was uh the compounding effect i haven't heard that i'm gonna gonna have to check it out the one i
2: read before was uh help them grow or watch them go so it's all about uh managing employees and uh seeking ways to help them grow Mm. within your business to find fulfillment and you know otherwise they're Gonna go find it somewhere else.
3: I'm sure one of the themes in that book is appreciation of others. Hell yeah!
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. That's one Absolutely. of the.
3: That's one of the keys to my success I've had in my in my life is appreciating people. It's actually and telling them that too. Funny
2: yes. enough, a big part of it is also about helping them find their why. Absolutely. And discovering you know how it fits with the organization that they're in.
3: You're literally the the, the title says it. You know, helping them grow. Yep. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, you're more than just a source of income for them. Right. you're a source of why right that's awesome yep man yeah. you, you're gonna have some employees that are gonna see you into your entire career oh yeah they're gonna, they're gonna be with you forever they're gonna yeah. be your friends forever yeah. that's what ends yeah. up happening that's, that's what it is yeah. right there they're gonna be your friends because you've helped you're, them you're gonna be their, your, their, your family mm-hmm. that's awesome good for you yeah Thanks. good good questions very good questions I nah, like that it, kind of I a it holy moly <laughs> so what right. is your favorite color no I'm just yeah. kidding <laughs> orange blue <laughs> I saw that, yeah. Orange.
1: All right, uh, I'm going to have you look at this camera right here. Tell people how to get a hold of you.
3: If you want to get a hold of myself, you can uh, reach out to me, uh, 760-877-6941. Hit me with a text. Um, if you want to get a hold of us on Facebook, the drone quote uh, is it at the drone quote it's the at drone. the drone call. Yeah. thank you for reminding me what my business Facebook page is
0: <laughs> and,
3: uh, same thing on Instagram uh, you know I encourage anybody to reach out to me I love building connections and building bridges because I don't know when I may have to cross that bridge so please reach out to me and say hello
1: I love that I don't know when I'm going to have to cross that bridge but
3: it's there Yeah. but it's there Yeah. I want to have that option
1: dude awesome show it's been a pleasure thank you thank, thank you for you having for coming me coming down I mean Escondido is quite a drive but thank you hey I drive
3: a uh, for a prius many. yeah
1: You're that's good. true <laughs> 50 miles uh 50 50 miles, 50 miles to the miles gallon down. right yeah that's good. Go. all right ladies and gents quick reminder Peace. 365 pairs of shoes by the end of the year so if you got new shoes you shoes or you want to donate cash hit james up 619-884-0045 or james at CSfirst.com. um by the way we also do insurance uh, so, you want to be part of our recommendation network, our CS First network? I think we're going to call uh, it the recommendation. CS, First thing. The yeah. CS, CS First. I think so. That's probably better. Right, but, we'll uh, anyways, so uh, if you want to be part of our network, uh, like so many others already, hit James up 619 0045. Big shout out to Dan Fulkerson for uh, helping us out with that promo video. That was awesome. Oh, that was dope. That yep. was awesome. He did a great job. Check out his building if you have any uh, personal injury or you need any attorney stuff. Um, hit him up. He also has a referral network that he uses too um, and then on Saturday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. we're going to be at Imperial Beach so beach cleanup bring your water guns bring some shoes if you want to donate come have a good time get your community service done uh, and out of the way and then on Sunday Christians Big Heart Run at uh, you can find more details to that ChristiansBigHeart.org uh, it's going to be at Roar Park and of course if you and I remember this time see Got you. if you want to have your uh, charitable donation or your charitable
2: organization
1: organization, yeah promoted on the podcast let us know we'd love to uh, give you guys a shout out and get more awareness in that direction anything we can do to be of service to our community we'd love to hear about it and uh that's all we got for you guys today that's it peace take care bye-bye and we're out
0: thank you for listening to the business bros podcast are you interested in being on the show are you looking to sell your home or have a business that needs insurance